This is Cinema Degeneration. I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. I, I just can't take no pleasure in killing Just some things you gotta do. We all go a little mad sometimes. You wanna know what happens to an eyeball when it gets punctured? You just can't let them go? Go! Hi, I'm Chucky, wanna play? <laughs> Please, God. This is God. The dead will walk here. I'm just gonna bash your brains. Your suffering will be legendary even in hell. It's alive, it's alive, it's alive. They all flow down here. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Boy, show tonight we offer up our takeout series where we will explore the realms of foreign horror cinema our hosts will take you along their travels all over the globe while diving into some of the most lucid storytelling savage cannibals vengeful spirits sadistic killers and the post-apocalyptic zombie plague landscapes Join us as we dissect the classics that prove sometimes fear comes with subtitles. Alrighty, folks, welcome again to another Cinema Degeneration show. This is the Takeout Edition. I'd like to welcome my co-host, Constance Medrano. Hello. Hello, hello. I would ask how we're doing this evening, but I know we're both feeling a little under the weather, but we'll try to get it's through It's all good. It's all good. Well, you know, for, for, for a show that's going to be about people in hospitals who are obviously not feeling well, I feel like we have a special insight a little bit to this one. Just a bit. Um, Just a bit. Yeah, a little bit, but a little little less severe than what our uh, our main character, Joey, is going through. Absolutely. Uh, we are 
We are going to be reviewing and dissecting in part the I Part 2, the Pang Brothers directed feature from 2004. Yep. Um, I had not seen this. Uh, I'd seen Part 1. I'd seen the American versions. And I, I already knew from watching the first one that the American versions were very watered down, which oh, the yeah. American remakes of all these uh, Asian films are very watered down. Um, I, I kind of like the the Ring one and two a little bit. I, I kind of like what they did there, but I'm an original type of guy. I, I'm Same. not a re- not a remake Same. fella. But this I very rarely uh, like re- remake. So yeah, I feel you. Well, you know, I mean, it's very rare that I like a remake, and it's even more rare that I like a remake more than I like the original. Right. Uh, I think the only, and I'll probably get skewered for this, but I might as well let it let it loose. I'm someone who actually likes uh, the Hills Have Eyes remake more than the original. Okay. And I know it's probably, <laughs> it's probably I mean, sad just to say you like a, a Wes Craven remake as opposed to the original. I love the, the original, but right. there's just something about Alexander uh, Aja's uh, version of it that I just really dig. No, I, I liked both. I liked both. So no hate for me. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I admitted that once on a forum and God, I got it, it would, have <laughs> would have been at my doorstep with uh, pitchforks and torches. But yeah, that's a rarity for me to, to even to even say that and admit it. So you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> but the I2, um, it doesn't have uh, really much in relation to the I-1, it doesn't have any continuing characters. Uh, the only really kind of continuing story arc is, is the main character's ability to see ghosts and apparitions and things that everybody else can't see. Um, our main character is Joey. She's kind of a star-crossed lover. Her name is a, uh, an actress named Kui Shu. I, I might be mispronouncing it, but, you know... I, Good. Hey, I got one right. <laughs> Cha-ching. I instantly recognized her, though. Um, I'm a big uh, Jackie Chan fan and a Jason Statham fan, so I recognized her yeah. from, from uh, a flick called Gorgeous uh, that starred uh, Jackie Chan. And, and I think about the same year or the year after, she was in The the Transporter with Jason Statham. So I've seen uh, sure. several of her films. And, you know, it's, it's, it's obvious, you know, although at the beginning you don't really know quite what's going on, you know that she's troubled. It's opening up. She's she's shopping. She's calling her quote-unquote lover that we will find out later on is quite married. Quite married. Yeah. He's such an ass. I'm just going to throw that out there. He is such an ass. <laughs> oh, he he's more than an ass. He is a complete and utter total piece of shit. Oh, he you know. 100%. 100%. Um. Well, Later on, you kind of find out why he treats her the right. way he does, but it's not justified at all. Oh, you know? like, not even a little a, bit. You know, he's got a reason, but it's not a fucking good reason at all. Not even a little bit, no. Um, so I just, I want to give, a, I know that we we generally, you know, have spoilers, but I just want to also give a huge trigger warning, because we're probably going to bring up some stuff that might be uneasy for some people. Yeah, yeah, we we haven't gotten to the point of really any spoilers, but we we do preemptive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this is preemptive. Uh, at, at this point, is the point where I would suggest if you haven't seen the movie, uh, turn the podcast off for a moment, 
watch it. It's streaming on Hulu, which, uh, which is the way that it should be watched because it's uncut. And that's yeah. why we waited. We were going to do this earlier, and then you found it on, uh, on Hulu. Hulu. Yeah, yeah. And uh, holy hell. I mean, the brutality is very brief in the film. We'll get to the, the brutality since it's, most of but it comes in. effective, man. It's real effective. Well, you described the scene to me that we'll get to it. But, yeah. you know, my lovely co-host here, Constance, described a scene to me when we were talking, doing our previous show on Cinderella. And I was just like, all right, I'm sold. I want to see this movie based on this scene alone, just because right. I, I couldn't picture it. I couldn't, you know, I could picture it, but I couldn't. It was just like, okay, I got to see this. I'm a sick son of a bitch. I got to see this. And it's uh, intense, man. So the whole film was shot on film, which is interesting. And so for the the effects that we see, those are also shot on film and then converted and then composited. So I feel like that's why it looks so like realistic and creepy all at the same time. I can't imagine the logistics of shooting on film anymore and yeah. those compositing effects. I was having the same discussion uh, with a friend of mine, Dustin Hubbard. Uh, we were discussing the film Arcade, which had some earlier, you know, early, early digital, not digital, but com- composite effects right. that would just today be done digitally. And it just... I can't imagine the painstaking process of the step-by-step to do that anymore. Uh, I wouldn't wouldn't even want to attempt it myself. Well, I mean, even in 2004, when this was being made, like digital was, was completely an option, 100% an option to shoot. So to shoot it on film and then to go back and and no no green screen, no nothing. um, just to throw it out there, the the spirits that we see that are kind of floating, they're shot in water. Is that how they did it? I was yeah. I, I found a like a twelve minute making of segment on it on YouTube. I found it today, but I didn't. I was going to watch it beforehand, but yeah. I didn't get to it. I'm sure they probably go over that. Yeah. So they they shoot the the floating individuals in water, um, which is really interesting. So like, just. To, one, the ability to act when there's nothing actually there, and then just the the absolute workload to go back and to fix it because it is shot on film is just insane. Yeah, kudos to them, the Pang brothers. Uh, they're, yeah. they're diligent in their work. Uh, I actually, I just saw uh, one of their films, and I, I, f- I feel like it was a, a, job, a job for hire kind of thing where they did right. the American remake of Bangkok Dangerous, yeah, which starred Nicolas Cage, and it was just like you, you know, they're def- they got a definite visual style. It was still there, but it was this. You could tell it was a Hollywood film. It was kind of like when John Woo came to America and started making films. Again, very distinct visual style, but right. you know, uh, Hollywood loves to water down the you know artistic vision. No, <laughs> I don't know if you knew this either. Uh, we kind of we were looking up trivia. Uh, while watching the movie and just kind of getting uh, little tidbits. Um, The person who did the screenplay, so the original screenplay for the I-2, was brought on to do the remake of the I. So I really wonder if they would have kept it, like what hit the the cutting room floor? You know what I mean? Because if it it would have stayed on par, would it have been more in line with the original film? Might have been, you know, it might have been a matter of the producers are just like, nope, snip, snip, 
cut, cut. Right. But let's get into the beginning. Uh, the, you know, we'll, we'll do a little bit of a play-by-play here. I'll give a little bit of a uh, the quick IMDb synopsis. It's a very short. A pregnant Joey teeters on the brink of madness after several fruitless suicide attempts. She's the unwilling recipient of an influx of shadowy images that haunt her pervasively. In an attempt to quell the disturbing phenomenon, she looks up with her secretive ex-lover, Sam, who may be able to shed some light upon the mysterious twilight world dis- descending upon Joey. That's pretty straightforward and right on. That, that Most of the time yeah. they, they, they gloss over, but that's a pr- pretty, pretty damn good summary. And once again, Sam, what an asshole. Uh, yeah, no, he's a dick. Um, he did not pay for his crimes the way I felt like he should have. Honestly, like, so I watched this a long, long time ago, like right when it first came out. And then like rewatching it after working in film, I do have like a new appreciation, but also an annoyance. <laughs> um, like his character arc, nothing happened. So we get yeah, no, no satisfaction with his character arc. Other than he's just a dick. Yeah, he's a dick. He's a dick to his wife. He's a, a dick to, to Joey. And he's really just pretty much, put quite bluntly, is fucking useless. Really and, is, yeah. You, yeah, you know, and you're waiting with a horror movie. Usually characters like that get some sort of comeuppance. And yeah. we'll, we'll, again, spoiler here, he gets no come comeuppance. He's just kind of forgotten about. Which is, is an annoyance, but at the same time, this really is uh, Joey's story. It you is. Know? It is. And it starts uh, off, you know, she's spending like all her money. She she makes a phone call to him, and I didn't and I didn't understand why when she called him uh, the significance of asking if he liked uh, dark green or light green. You know, I made that note there. That right. Is there something there that I missed? Did you catch it or so, I didn't? Yeah. So the. It's okay. So she's in Thailand. I don't know if you caught that either. She's in Thailand. Mm-hmm. Uh, spending her money and the salesman goes over like the colors like a dark green is um oh he goes over like what they mean like the colors have like Uh symbolism or whatever and so she's she's trying to call and ask him like which one would you prefer and where he essentially says neither or gives no answer he hangs up on her yeah Uh, she's just like okay fuck it i'll buy both right yeah, yeah, okay. So, you know, the, the the one thing that was a little bit hard to follow in the movie is some of it is subtitled and right. some of it is, it is in English and where it's not subtitled. So it was hard jumping back and forth where characters are speaking in their native language and right. speaking in English. So I, I I actually watched through it twice. I watched through it again today because we, we were going to record the show earlier, but, you know, right, life, right. life happens. Life <laughs> But I had to, um, I had to rewatch it because uh, you know, just just catching the little nuances, like the little subtle appearances of the ghost, you know, after right. well, quite frankly, after the the scene where Sam hangs up on Joey, the, his girlfriend, she eats a bunch of pills in an attempt to commit suicide. She then goes and gets her stomach pumped, which I have never seen. I've never through uh, the nose. Yeah, through the nose. Is that yeah. typically how? That is typical. That is very typical. Because Patty and I were watching this, and we we're just like, why are they pumping through the nose? It just seemed odd. I'd never, you know, 
I've known a few people had their stomach pumped, but I've never asked them, hey, you know, how they do that? You know, yeah. it's not something you usually ask somebody, but that looks excruciatingly painful and looked from, very real. Yeah, from everyone I've known who's ever had their stomach pumped, it's, it is through the nose. It is the worst pain ima- imaginable because you are awake through it. Um, oh. And they do, they hold you down. They hold you down while they, they're pulling out the contact, contents of your stomach. So before that, I feel like we we do see a young woman going through very obvious mental disorder. Like she's she's manic, she's depressed. You see this that she's m- spending her money a lot, which is manic. She's she's reaching out to Sam for attention because she's in the, those throes of mania. Um, and I, I made notes here that are actually really funny. It was like montage of shopping and sadness, uncomfortable angles of sadness, because I feel like some of the angles were really strange, at least in the very beginning part of the film. Mm-hmm. So like the first half of it where like we see her belt loop, like why? <laughs> but yeah, it's, they're it's, very close shots, very, very extreme close-ups, you know, at, at odd angles. I think that's to make us, kind of feel like joey we're in that mania we're in that almost kind of like disassociative behavior um and then when she goes to her room and my my thing with it too is she didn't obviously want to kill herself she's doing this as a cry of attention to sam that's why she said please take me to the hospital she does the the wake-up call um yeah it was more of a cry for help than a D- very deliberate attempt to kill herself. I right. think that was almost like an afterthought. Yeah. And I think that's why, you know, she calls him again while she's in the midst of ODing. Um, because she's she's trying to hold on to something. And right now that he's her something and it, honestly she could have done better, but Oh, she could have done much better. <laughs> she could have done way better. Um so I mean it's I feel like in the very, very first part of the film, while she's at least in Thailand, we're we're supposed to experience that that mania and that downward spiral with her. So I think that's why they have such uncomfortable angles and weird focus. Well, you know, uh, at the beginning, you know, you don't really realize what we're, what you're in for. You know, she, she she's in a, a troubled relationship and you don't really realize that he has a wife. You just think he's a shitty boyfriend that right. you know, is not you know paying attention uh, to, to her. When she when I started to realize things were what we were getting into. I mean, even having seen the eye part one, I kind of knew, you know, where it was right. gonna be going um, when she comes back to her uh, apartment or to her room and. The, the the monks are going into her room yeah. or in, into the room and there's the quote I have like people kill themselves and the ghosts come so yeah then the monks then the monks talk to the ghosts I was right. just like ah okay at first I was like she she you know she tried committing suicide and then I was like she must have killed her baby in the process because she, you know she's pregnant I right. thought that's where it was going and then I realized you know <laughs> you, having seen it we both know that's not exactly what's happening no not even a, a little bit but i really like too is that when she's in the throes of overdose and we see her sweaty and like like throwing up foam and stuff but when she sits up and all of the spirits in the room are around her like oh god love Creepy. that because um, imagine 
imagine going through an overdose. You're clearly not all there and seeing seven people just standing around you. Right, right. Well, and at first, uh, if I remember right, uh, she thinks that they're the hotel the, staff. Yeah, it's the yeah. hotel staff. She's like, I told you, you know, to wake me up at eight, at eight. What are you doing in here? And be like, she doesn't quite get like, why would there be a half dozen of, of these people that come in with a wake up call? You know, she doesn't, you know, she probably at some point probably thinks, oh, I'm just hallucinating. But like, no, no, you're you're really just seeing the, the other side. Right. And that leads into where. I love I love the Pang brothers how they do transitions. Yes, the, the quick dissolves and and when the camera would pan, you know, when it pan from one shot into another, but to say free flowing, such a smooth and and liquid motion. Uh, that's that's a note I made with like Pang brothers signature transi- transitions. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. I think. Oh God, I I got so much, so many notes here that I I don't even know where where to go next but uh we should probably talk about the tub scene that's the first time you really start to see like what's going on i mean you you know she's seeing ghosts she's seeing the spirits but like the the way that scene is crafted is beautiful right uh just the reflections because yeah. at one point, where, where the first time I watched it, I watched it with Patty, and she was like, ooh, ooh, did you catch that? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I caught every bit of that, you know, yeah. the the ghosts and the reflections and what she would see. It was just beautifully shot. I'm sure you agree. Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, I I loved, like, the the puddle of water reflection. And again, knowing that's on film, and then they, they went back and and put that there is insane. But, no, really beautifully done. Um right before that too like when she goes back to hong kong and she's going into her apartment when she shuts the door and the door opens by itself and shuts back and we see all this what i noted down as ghost vision (laughs) that's Um, the best way to put it yeah so you you really have two two perspectives in the film you have joey's perspective and then you have the the ghost perspective yeah it's it's when the door opened back up I, I I I was like holding myself, like yeah. I had my arms wrapped around myself, and I'm just sitting there, just like, oh, what's going to happen next? What's going to happen next? Right, right. Um, and then for her to take the bath and like, just normal actions. You're you're cleaning yourself, and then she, it's almost like the ghost pushed her, and I honestly think she yes. did. I think she did too. That's the um, note I had. I'm like, go, I'm like I, I put ghost pushing bitch. <laughs> um, I put ghost assaults. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, and she falls and, and you know, she, she's hurt herself. Um, which, honestly, Joey is the most clumsy ass bitch. I feel so bad for her, but she is always hurting herself. Yeah, yeah, she causes more damage to herself than than, than anything. She's she's not very graceful. She is not. She has a she has a hardcore case of the dropsies. <laughs> she just does. Um, the other thing that I thought was was beautiful um, is after that she's obviously hurt herself and she's like gathering herself and she goes to the to the shop to get it wrapped up. That 
to me to see in a modern setting still such old time medicine where they have like some of the modern medicine but it's all like herbs and stuff in the cabinets to me that was beautiful i love that shot so much yeah it, it was very eerie but you also you know that's some at the point where you realize you know where you're at you right. realize you're in another country and with a whole new uh, kind of uh uh what's the word i'm looking for just just a, a different way of doing things so it's like you know this more of a almost a holistic approach right so it's very old medicine right very old and i love that because i also love the 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 dude that's wrapping up her hand i thought was very sassy especially when he looked at her and was like so you're pregnant and she was like, no. And he was like, no. are you sure? <laughs> he was very, he was very mouthy. He was just very like, yeah. insultive. He, I was just like, rude, man. Very but rude. he knew that just by t- taking her pulse. Yeah. Well, I love that. And he was like, he just like, huh, are you sure? Like, are you really sure? All right, give me your hand again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because you kind of are, you know. Uh, the next, the the one scene that I didn't understand when the scene actually happened but as as the movie progressed of course i i understood where it was coming from when right. she's in the uh train station and she sees right. the lady watching her that jumps in front of the train right. I, at first i was just like like oh what the hell is this this was totally random and i guess we better let the cat out of the bag this is this is the point in the show where this is extremely spoilerish so spoilers. pause now um the woman that jumps in front of the train is Sam's wife, right. or at least the apparition of Sam's wife, because really at this point, Sam's wife was already dead, yeah. already, already dead. But she's kind of seeing, you know, people just think she's nuts because they think Joey's nuts because nobody else saw her, saw this woman, this phantom woman, Sam's wife, jump in front of the train. They actually, uh, when the cops are questioning her, they're like, well, they said that it looked like you were going to jump in front of the train. And they, they you know, that it, it was, you're, you're the one with the problem. Right. Of course, she's already tried committing suicide once. So everybody's just kind of looking at her like she's nuts. But she's just really, she's being haunted by uh, Sam's wife. And I guess we should probably, do you think this is the point we should probably get into the the gist of the story where, um, yeah. so I almost, don't, I almost I, don't want to spoil it, but it's like, there's no way to talk about it. Yeah, there's which, really not. There's, there's really not. So I think that's actually how Sam's wife killed herself because yeah. Joey sees echoes of death. Which we yeah, find out later when she goes everywhere. goes to the Buddhist monk and he's telling her about like reincarnation and karma and all that stuff. Like it, it she's seeing the echoes of death. So it's a good way one, of putting it. I like that. That's a good title for a movie too. Echoes of death. Yeah. Yeah. If it's not, it hasn't been done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We got that. We did. We did it here first, folks. Can't That's take it. <laughs> Claimed <laughs> anyway, it. Anyway, anyway, sorry. Uh, no, you're fine. Um, so yeah, so she she she's seeing the echoes of death, which the one after she like she leaves the hospital like the third time, which we'll get into in a second. The the two that fall from the the building that was intense. Oh, god, that was. And yeah, let's talk about the uh, the 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 next trip to the hospital. She's uh, trying to walk home, 
and uh, we'll lead into this. This is is an uncomfortable scene because a guy, obviously being a creeper, asks her. Uh, I think he asked, "Where's the bus station first? Yeah, he goes, "Where's the bus station?" And then she's like, "Oh, you know, I just kind of don't know. It's over there somewhere." And she tries to get by, and he stops her. And it's obvious he's got nefarious ideas in his head. Then he asks her, like, "Well, where's the train station? I think, or where's a cab yeah. stand? I can't remember." And it's obvious what he's going to do. He he tries to chloroform her. He knocks her out. He drags her into a, a, a deep, dark alleyway. He's going to. It's apparent he's going to rape her. Oh, yeah. And it it's. I hate scenes like this. They're despicable, but yeah, uh, it's an intense scene because you 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 get to see the lengths at which the ghost is willing to go, which is Sam's wife's ghost is willing to go to protect Joey. Yeah, now you would think you know at first you know even at this point we're still not quite hip to the idea of what this ghost Sam's wife is trying to do, but she's protecting Joey. She uh, is they yeah, up, absolutely in. This ghost messes up this would-be rapist. He messes him up to sweet, man. I mean, like, really fucks him up. She gets in, you know, she wait. I think it, the next, then it cuts, and the next thing, she's in the hospital. Yes. She's um, answering the questions, and he said, well, they, you know, said you were on top of him. Biting. Still biting and, you know, clawing and scratching, and said that you're still biting chunks out of his face, and said he's going to need dozens of stitches and then when they go and they're wheeling this guy by, his head is all bandaged up. He's in a wheelchair. He's missing his nose. He's missing oh, yeah. a lip. His, yeah. Uh, you know, I, 100% I don't... messed up. 100% messed up. And I feel like at that point we realize, well, she's, she's seeing the echoes of death and she's seeing the spirits. It's, we're, we're, we're on the, the brink of kind of knowing what's going on. Right. We're, we're on the cusp, so to speak. Right. Yeah. And yeah, I, you know, it was this intense, you know, because at first I was like, I want to see this guy get his, you know, I, I, I'm big on revenge thrillers, you know, Death Wish and movies like that. Right. Well, I enjoyed the scenes that of, you know, the, the raping and, and violence of that nature. I love seeing assholes like that get their comeuppance. Right. You know, it's it's just kind of like when uh, Charles Bronson says to the guy in that raped his daughter in Death Wish 2, he's like, do you believe in Jesus? Well, it's good because you're going to meet him. Right. It's just, there's a payoff to that. And you get a payoff in this this film. The son of a bitch gets half his face eaten off. So thumbs up to the Pang brothers on that one. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, and then it kind of goes into we find out bef- like right before that, right before she's attacked. Um that she's had a previous abortion. So this is not her first kind right. of close call with death. Um, but she does end up keeping the baby. Like she, she goes ahead and she's like, all right, I don't want a baby, but we're going to play it out. We're going to see what happens. Yeah. It's the last thing she wants. Yeah. She definitely. does not want this baby at all. I'm pretty but... sure she recognizes the fact that she does have, you know, mental illnesses because she clearly does. She very clearly does. Well, she's um, obviously manic depressive. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. And so I, I think she realizes she's young. She's got the, these these things going on. She just needs to figure out her thing, and now she's got a baby on the way. It's a very like real scenario, um, and I think I appreciate that they they kept it very real. Yeah, they, they, everything you know, like he's 
we've mentioned several times being shot on film, everything was kept very real. But then she goes to the the baby class, so that's kind of where it goes. She, it goes from bites of fury to baby class. <laughs> yeah, to like and, we're gonna go into Lamas and 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 you know teach you how to wash your baby. Well, she almost drowns her baby. An alarm she's goes not off. Attention. <laughs> yeah, she's not paying attention. She dunks the the artificial baby under the water, and this loud alarm goes off, and they just go, "Oh, somebody drowned!" And they all kind of they just laugh like it's like a big deal, like baby drowning, like oh, <laughs> like. I thought that we, was very odd. Well, it is odd, but then we see that she's she's trying to have a quote unquote normal life. She she's making friends, which we don't really see her have up until this point, um, with other mothers who are extremely forgiving of her insanity. <laughs> like you know, that, you know, she's obviously you know she's seeing things that aren't there but are there um they're not seeing it and she's freaking out you know at dinner she's freaking out in the elevator and we'll get to the elevator scene here in a moment oh, but yeah. her, her like new friends you... are very forgiving of the fact that like oh this bitch is crazy so like when she's when the one girl's crying in the bathroom and she goes and she sits down to her next to her and she's like, my husband's leaving. I don't know if I can do this by myself. What about my other, my, like my daughter. And she sees the spirit sitting next to her and she thinks that's her husband. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, she's just like, Mr. Chow, take your wife home. And she's like, don't, who are you talking to? Don't scare me. Yeah. <laughs> Well, when they're having dinner and she sees the uh, the other apparition that's underneath the table and she starts throwing things at it and kicking, going, get out of here, get out of here. And everybody's looking at, and the daughter yeah. is looking like, what what, what, are you, what are you talking about? There's nothing there. Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of the scene, the things that are not there, the elevator scene. Yeah. Intense, she, right? What's that? It's intense. Yeah. It's, you know, the, there's... She's in the elevator. They got another lady who's quickly going into labor, and it's 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 a it's a race to the finish. They're they're trying to get her to the 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 labor ward in in time to you know to give birth properly. But it's apparent that she's going to be giving birth like right now. here, right now. And <laughs> like right now. she's standing there. She uh, uh, Joey is standing there. She's bleeding, uh, you know, so she's already freaked out. But right. when you know, and I, the fact that you told me that they filmed all those scenes with the ghosts underwater mm. makes sense of a note that I m made that everything looked like water, like it was floating. Yeah. Very you know, fluid. Water and yeah, and it was very well done. But you see this, you know, this this ghost, this female ghost uh, coming in and angling in. And let's, I'm trying to think of the most eloquent way of putting this, but she's, she's trying going to enter the womb. Yeah, she's going into the woman's body womb first. Yeah, you know, uh, and she's, and you know, there's not there's not a digital effect. You know, usually there's a lot of um, morphing where they squeeze the image and they stretch it and everything. Yeah, not, there's not, not the not here because I always feel like that makes things feel unrealistic. You know, when they stretch and it looks like someone's stretching like a piece of like a reflection on a piece of mylar. Right. You know, like like in a hall of mirrors, I I don't like that. And, but they did not do that here. This was very realistic, and it was done very slowly, and it was just very painful to watch. You what? know, it, 
very uncomfortable. I can't imagine being uh, a woman and giving birth. I can't imagine that kind of pain. I don't want to, but I can't imagine imagine a a reverse birth. Yeah. You know, is this like, yeah, painful, very painful to yeah. watch. You know, so the, she, she's very clearly the elevator gets stuck. She's very, very clearly in a lot of pain. Joey's very scared, and the nurse, her nurse, is like the shit she's just like just turn your head honey it's fine and it's, it's trying to be like don't scare the other woman and like even to even to the point like joey's screaming and the the the, the woman who's giving birth her two nurses are like could you shut up yeah they literally tell her at one point could you shut up shut the fuck up <laughs> like Shh, you were scaring my patient um but i think it's very interesting too when that apparition comes down and then stops and backs up and it turns and it looks at joey and you can tell it makes contact with her stomach but then it realizes that it it's already ha- it already has an attachment, so to speak. Yeah. And so that, it, it goes away. <laughs> yeah, because it, it, it's very creepy when she reaches out and just kind of like, just with that one kind of finger, just touches her, her stomach. It's like, oh, yeah. yeah. Creepy. Real creepy. Um, um, and then that leads our lead to go see kind of like the monks, right? Right. Yeah. And he, the, the, the monk that she speaks to basically fills her in, in the most simplest of terms is that spirits are always there. They're always with you, whether you can see them or not. And their purpose is to wait for the moment of rebirth, the death. In life, death yeah. It's reincarnation is a continuous cycle. So that's when you start to realize, oh, that's why these spirits are here and there and everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. And then yeah. he explains kind of why she can see them is because she's bridged the gap between death and life. She's carrying life and she's been near death. So that's why she she's seeing all of this. And he basically tells her, you know, like, these are your choices you need to ad- adapt. Yeah, you, you need to find a way to adapt. You need to find a way with a way to just basically to live with it. Yeah, because and you then know he that up, it's going to be with you forever. You've been touched. Yep. And then I like when he brings up karma too, because that plays a lot into various religions. And I, I some people believe karma comes around, some people don't. Um, but he he touches on, you know sometimes you're you're paying for the karma the the energy you've put out into the universe or um you know we you're the these death echoes what we see that are playing which there's a couple really brutal ones too around the same time uh she's she's seeing them because because of this closeness with death and some sort of karma that she has to pay which ends up going back to the poor wife which i like my heart breaks for ghost wife Oh yeah, you, she's a, a more sympathetic character when you really get down to it than even Joey. She, yeah, she, she's a byproduct of uh, Sam's uh, cuntiness, to be quite, quite quite bluntly. You know, it goes to there's an actual scene where she's begging. You know, it, it replays back to the beginning when uh, Joey is calling Sam. You see the other side of the conversation. You know, this yep. is finally halfway, two-thirds of the way into the film. You see, you know, Sam's wife on the other side side of this conversation listening to him while he, he's having this conversation with Joey. And she's like, you know, you know, stop. Don't Just don't answer the phone. 
course he answers it anyway she's begging him you know to end this relationship you know if you'd end it we'll just pretend it never happened it yep. never happened we'll put it behind us and he ignores her just yep. in much of the same way that he ignores joey and she tells him i'm going to go kill myself he he doesn't try to stop her he doesn't no, say not even thing, a little bit no he doesn't even say like oh don't be silly he doesn't even play it off he just ignores it he has a way of uh he's like unbothered being... by it yeah he's he's unfazed by it and it's if, insane oh yeah, if there is one fault of the movie is that something didn't happen to sam right. you know if, if there is one one fault i i did dock the movie we'll get into ratings in a little while but oh, yeah. I, I did dock at one point for for not having that payoff so so after she sees the the spiritual specialist is how I noted it. Um, we we see her see the the crazy suicide of she hears. Do you have the time? And oh yeah, she's standing and waiting for I think the bus, right? Bus, yeah, the bus. Yeah. And she's, do you have the time? And she's just like, uh, nobody's here asking me questions. And then you see the child fall, and then the woman, the mother, fall, and. So that being shot on film and then the practical effect of them being half on the ground and gone. Yeah. Like they were almost half embedded into the, into the ground. Yeah. Like I, I had a note here. I go, the jumping victim scene is fucking horrifying. It's it is. buried halfway into the concrete bleeding out and still talking yeah. to Joey. Yeah. The little boy the- going, please don't give her the time. Daddy will be home soon. And then the mother Ooh. going, uh, like freaking out well, why isn't he home yet and then choosing to kill the the kid and herself because the husband hadn't insane insane yeah, but that I mean, kind when... of leads her to do some sleuthing to figure out why is she seeing these death echoes and that leads her to the the spiritualist that's uh, the monk that kind of well that leads her oh, to I'm her not... friend who gives her the police report she sees the ghost she goes to the house and finds out that sam is the ghost's spouse. Yeah. And she realizes that that's what, that's the gist of the story right there in a nutshell is that uh, Sam's dead wife is, is shadowing, no pun intended, uh, Joey waiting for the moment for her to give birth so that she can enter, you know, her, her unborn baby and be reborn. Yeah. Which is again, fucking horrifying. It it's, is. You know, I love me a good slasher. I love me a good uh, vampire movie, a good zombie movie. But the idea of that kind of existential fucking horror is just, you know, makes the hair in the back of my neck stand up. Right. Because that's just, I, I feel like that's a lot more realistic, you know, if you if you believe in spirits oh, and yeah. reincarnation and karma and whatnot. That's a lot more realistic than, you know, let's say Freddy Krueger. Not the this Freddy Krueger because, you know, love me some Freddy. But right. It's just well, also, as Sam is telling everything, and you see the wife just bawling because she's literally the byproduct of his actions, and Joey realizing, holy shit, holy shit, like you see it on Joey's face because she can see the spirit, and she's listening to Sam, and Sam obviously doesn't know the spirit's there. Like to me, that whole scene is just absolutely heartbreaking. And again, it's just poor Sam's wife. 
you know, she is, you know, in, in a way, our villain, you know, I guess. This movie doesn't really have a villain unless you count Sam, right. really, you know. But she's a very, you know, she, she's a, a spirit and an entity with um, ulterior motives. So yeah. she is sort of our villain, but she's very sympathetic. She is. You and know, then... The eyes, the, the 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 horror and the heartbreak in her eyes is, is oh, yeah. very fine actress. And then for Sam to look at her at the end of that and just be like, we both need to forget this, this ever happened and moved on. Like, fuck you, fuck your kid, fuck me, yeah. I don't exist. Bye. Like, he's yeah. such an asshole. Like, I lit- fuck the baby daddy. That's my big note. Fuck the baby daddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he can fuck himself gently with a chainsaw. Like, he's... Uh. He's a piece of shit. So then that kind of leads us up to the big gory part, in my opinion, where she ends up back in the hospital. Yeah, I'll, I'll and... let you take this one. I'll, okay. I'll let you take <laughs> So she ends up back in the hospital and they have this interesting thing that I thought was really interesting. Well, really, I guess, different for our culture, but kind of maybe normal for theirs, where if you're in the last few weeks of your pregnancy, you could go ahead and check into the hospital and they'll just take care of you. So she's there. She sees Miss Chow and her reincarnation is freaking out about the baby. And I think at this point realizes, oh shit, this is what's going to happen to me. So she climbs up several flights of stairs in the middle of the night and stands on the edge of the hospital awning. Yeah. And this is the scene that you described to me, the this this scene and the following scene that yeah. made me uh, want to watch this. And honestly, <laughs> it, it's so well shot because it builds up that tension. Like you see her feet, you see her, you see her thinking about it. And then the big pan out and you still see her standing there and the ghost at the bottom just looking up and then she falls. And it's not a pan away. You watch her fall. You watch yeah. her body hit the ground. And it's just... The sound, the way that she kind of like even bounced a little bit, like oh yeah, yeah, she bounced back a, a little. It, I like the fact that it didn't cut away because that I can't imagine how again, mm-hmm. you know, being shot on film, how hard that was to do. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and then for the ghost to be like, I'm not gonna let you die, and she's like, Well, I'm not gonna let you have my baby. And to drag herself broken and bloody and, like, she can't even lose her legs at this point. Yeah, she's dragging dragging herself and bleeding out the, the entire way. Yeah. And that blood looked real good, so kudos to their effects team, because that, like, super realistic. That was awesome. Yeah, um, it's not the usual digital blood sprays. It, it was all yeah. very, very practical. Yeah, yeah very, those, very practical. And then she she climbs back up and she does it again. Yeah, I I didn't you know even though you had described that scene to me because you're like you want me to describe this I'm like yeah yeah I'm I'm, I'm uh, spoilers don't bother me you know and I was just like how how could she do it you know I think really I mean only th- through one sheer will well, sheer willpower oh yeah and the fact that uh, the the spirit of Sam's wife was. I think protecting her. That's the only one way that she was able to bring herself back up there 
because she's you know tells her straight up i'm not gonna let you, you know, die. Like, die yeah yeah i you, think too, you are gonna the, give me this opportunity the other really heartbreaking part after she falls again is the the ghost wife comes up and is crying and goes please let me end this existence i don't want to remember it anymore because if they reincarnate that ends that cycle and they start anew so new memories new everything and she is so hurt by sam essentially that she just doesn't want to live it anymore and i think at that point joey's like fuck i can't i can't let this just happen like I can't okay deny her this. yeah like because it, it is such like a hardcore weeping moment like even watching it again, I was like, damn, all right, tears. Yeah, because just she... as effective the first time as it is the second time yeah. and the third time. Um, I did note, because like I said, it, it is uncut, but they did cut out at least two additional falls, which I don't know, I guess because it just hammers the the point in home. But they still didn't cut the, the one that the U.S. version does where you see her fall the first time. Because the U.S. version cuts that, you don't see her hit. Oh, okay. See, I never saw the American version. I always wondered how it played out. So you're saying there was two more additional jumps? Two more additional falls. Um, which, I mean, we don't need really after the second fall. Yeah, the second fall was enough, you know. But, ay, yay, four four times. Yeah, so we, we really don't need it. Um, but they did cut out a couple of additional falls. But then we see, you know, the ghost woman enter and then she she goes into essentially labor and other thing that i had a problem with like she was able to i I mean she was able to get up to the roof the first time i Mm -hmm. could see her doing that the first time uh, and getting past you know security and all the doctors and nurses but like the second time with all the trail of blood i would at least thought as long as it would have taken her to climb up all those stairs you know, somebody would have noticed. Yeah, somebody would have noticed. But so you know. that was something that I brought up to Dan, and I was like, "I don't understand how this hospital works." And he's like, "It could be a different country. We don't know their staffing, and it is late at night." I was like, "Valid or, point, but still." <laughs> you know, my my thought in retrospect, it's just Haddonfield Memorial Hospital. Did you see? I mean, in Halloween two, the original right. Halloween two, there was nobody in that hospital for floor after floor and room after room. So maybe it was just an uh, alternate universe where she was somehow in Haddonfield, Haddonfield Memorial. Could be, but, um, but <laughs> she she ends up having the baby, and several I feel like several weeks go by. Um, well, it had to have been be- what it had to have been because the amount of uh, recovery she would have had to have gone through yeah. throwing herself off the roof, even though the spirit was protecting her, it was obviously still messed her up because they even you know said that you know they were going to have to Well, um, when the nurse came in and was like, "Do you now that your arms are healed, do you want to hold your child?" I was like, right. "Damn, how long were you in there?" Yeah, it would have had to have been several weeks or a couple of months at least. Yeah. And that was a big that was a big baby. That, that was, was a big baby. baby. That, that was that, that was Yeah, that was not a newborn. That 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 baby would have really hurt. I mean, that that, that was big baby. But then but, again, going into people giving her so many chances. So she's she's now tried to kill herself multiple times. Multiple times. She's she's tried to injure the baby multiple times and they're still like, here's your child. 
yeah, go ahead and have a have a nice happy life, you know. I would have oh. thought that like some th- sort of authorities would have been like, we're taking this baby from you and we're putting you into a psyche valve. I mean, you would think. Yeah. Um, and then her friend coming in and saying that, you know, her baby resembles her dad and she's realizing that the ghost that followed her was their dad. So there, there is that cycle of reincarnation. Because and the baby has the, the, the similar birthmark. Right. Um, so, I mean, we, we get a little bit of a happy ending. Until you yeah. go to the Lamaze class and you see all the spirits attached to the to the babies, which I thought was creepy. Yeah, that's as a shit. great, great final shot. That's what I had wrote down. Amazing final shot. The camera's just panning past all the Lamaze classes, and there's the the couples there with their baby, and and you know, or uh, uh, standing next to each couple is a clear apparition. You know, yeah. uh, a ghost, and it's just like oh. This is just going to play itself out over and it's over and yeah. over again. Yeah, great ending. It's you know, it, it wasn't the ending that I was expecting. You know, I was expecting. You know, I, I guess you know, it's, it's the Americanized version of things that we, we see. You know, I was expecting Demon Baby or something like that. Right. You know? Right. But that wouldn't have, that wouldn't have played out. And if they would have done that, it would have it would have brought it down a point or two because I, I love that final shot that actually brought it up a little for me. And honestly, I think, in in my perspective, I guess I think after you know everything she went through and knowing everything Joey went through and then everything that the the ghost wife went through and knowing that she deserves a better life, she may be a better mother. So. Yeah, I feel like it does. A little it, pang of hope. <laughs> yeah, a little pang. Is that a little a pang. Pun, pun, pun intended. Pun totally intended. <laughs> right on, I caught it. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I feel like you know, for a, an Asian horror film, it has somewhat of a happy ending. Even though that last shot le- leads you on to right. like, oh, so many other stories that are happening and things going on. I feel like it leaves Joey's story. She's a little less haunted. I think she's going to go on, you know, if there was ever a sequel, you know, she would go on to become a better person or at least right. the attempt to becoming a better person to try and become a good mother and be there for that baby. I, you know, and I'm not, I, 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 I'm not the type of person. I love a good horror movie, but I usually don't like happy endings. I, I like, right. you know, the endings where it's just like, you know, it just grabs you by the heartstrings and then cuts them off with a rusty pair of scissors, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, but 100%. I kind of like this, this movie was so haunting and whatnot that I was just like, Oh, just, you might just, you know, have a little bit of hope. Right. But, but you know, this whole time too, that she's not going to get rid of the echoes of death. So she still has to deal with that. She's still going to randomly see like, people committing suicide or yeah seeing the, this the spirits entering uh random people's wombs and whatnot you know yeah and, yeah she, she's going to be haunted by the visions the rest of her life so i mean it's not so much of a happy ending but happier than i would have like you know happier With than normal. i was led yeah. to believe that yeah that, yeah what a, that we were going to get but yeah great great fucking movie it was, All right. Uh, yeah, it was. I'm glad you've made a couple of good suggestions here. A couple of great suggestions. I do what I can. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I like it when when somebody can, you know, because I'm a huge horror fan, but I, you know, just like everybody, I only have so many hours in the day. I haven't seen everything. So when somebody can 
mentioned something to me that especially something that I missed 10, uh, 15 years ago or more, I, lo- I love it. Be like, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, like I didn't see that, you know, right. uh, you know, I'm, I I want to. And then, yeah, I love it when they're actually good. Uh, <laughs> that's why uh, I made the suggestion of Delamorte Delamore, which I yeah. still have for the next one. I, I, I got the DVD set out. I just have not thrown it in the oh, mailer to you, but I will get it you're to fine. you. It's funny because I was mentioning to you like, oh yeah, I have it on uh, you know DVD and I got it on VHS and I totally forgot that uh, I also have it on the dreaded laser disc. So <laughs> I have plenty plenty of versions to watch. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, yeah, speaking of awesome, this movie was very awesome. I I like it a little bit more than I did the first one. I mean, the first one was you know a totally different kind of thing where you know a blind girl gets. Uh, you know, our cornea is replaced with a dead woman's corneas and thus is able to see spirits and see the dead. You right. know, it, you know, I, I like the fact that it kind of was in the same realm, but it, from a completely different perspective point on oh, ghosts. Yeah. But let's go, go ahead. I don't think we can really bring up much more about this unless no. there's any other point you uh, w- wanted to, to make about <laughs> Um, no, I, th- I think we hit really everything. Um, I, again, just if you've made it this far and you still haven't watched the movie and you just enjoyed all the spoilers, huge trigger warning, um, especially if, I think directed more towards women because I feel like women have a harder time watching anything really related to, to children or infants. I yeah. know I did for a really, really long, long time. And so films like that, that because, you know, I'm a parent, I carried babies. Um, it it hits me a little bit differently. So huge, huge trigger warning in that case. Yeah, and again, if uh, you've gotten this this far, you can probably take it. But yeah, word to the wise: be warned. It's yeah. a harsh, harsh film. All right, well, yeah. let's get into our our fight. Final summary and review. Um, again, so, um, cinema, I'm cinema degeneration. <laughs> well, <laughs> the rules are cinema degeneration is that guests go first. So go ahead and, and okay. take it. So <laughs> I, out of a ten, I, I gotta make, I gotta 10. make you wait a few minutes. I gotta make oh, you wait. Fine. A few <laughs> so out of ten, I, I give it a seven. Is it a perfect film? No. Is it better than average? Absolutely. There are some things that, like I said, going back and watching it after working in filmmaking that I just found annoying. I feel like there was a lot of filler scenes that didn't necessarily have to be in it. I could have done with more, you know, story versus just filler shots. Um, Mm -hmm. But overall, still just a really well done, really realistic type film, even for like a spiritual supernatural film. If you believe in that that realm of like reincarnation and things, it's extremely relatable. Well, I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised because my rating is exactly the same. I gave it a when I first watched it, I gave it a seven and a half. And when I rewatched it here the second time, I dropped it down to half a notch for many of the same reasons that you listed. There were some very just very fluff kind of scenes that just didn't seem to need to be there. I would have liked to have seen a little bit more, you know, ghost action a little. I would have liked to have seen uh, Sam get his. I felt like that right. was 
a, a storyline. They spent like a little bit too much time with Joey getting to know her friends. And I understand what they were trying to do. They were trying to show you how the ghosts were affecting even people around her and not just her. Right. That there were other ghosts. This wasn't just a single entity. But I felt like they could have um, maybe cut one or two of those to give us a little more closure with Sam. Uh, right. that, that was a big point. That was a, why I, I dropped it down to a seven. But yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. It's brilliantly shot. It's cleverly written because I did not get, you know, until that there's the big scene. There's a reveal at the end when you finally find towards the end when you find out who the ghost is. And it's kind of playing out all the different scenarios, showing you all the scenes you've already seen but from different vantage points yeah. and perspectives. So you're seeing Sam, Sam's wife's standing there. You, you know, you see the ghost and whatnot, where when you're not seeing it through Joey's eyes, you didn't get to see that. So it was interesting when, boom, when they dropped the hammer and they replay that from all the different perspectives yeah. and vantage points. Ghost that was vision. <laughs> yeah, yeah, ghost vision. That was right. But um, again, a very solid film. I feel like it's uh, right about on par with the first one. I think yeah. I would probably, in my memory, it's been a few years since I've seen it. I, I get, probably would give the first one about a seven or so. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's right there. Um, I have not seen I-3, so I don't know how that compares. Yeah, I've not uh, seen any of the additional. I've only seen the first and second. I think when we were looking it up, they, did, they just, like, wrapped I-8. And I was like, no, that's too many. Yeah. <laughs> You know, if, if the show goes on for many, many uh, seasons and many eons, you know, maybe we'll get to three or four or five. But I, I can't even think about trying to get all the way to eight. No, you know, we nice. did it kind of unconventionally and did part two before we even did part one. But they're, they're such different they're, films. Right. They're only relation by name, really, only. Yeah. You know, they really could have called this something else and that's not a detriment to it you know they could have called it anything they could have called it ghost baby you know <laughs> and, and, and it still would have made sense you know uh, but you know they didn't it, but you know i understand it's still within the, that same spirit realm and you know depending whether or not you believe in that sort of thing you know i'm interested in it i, I love to hear about it i don't know that i believe in it so to speak but i find it all very interesting and the idea of it like it could be possible i'm oh, just not a smart enough i'm not a smart enough man to know whether or not to make that decision or whether you know it's real or not i right. like to entertain the idea and until i encounter uh ghosts trying to enter my body i will probably be a little bit skeptic so the, the, the other big thing I will say for anybody who goes and watches it, please try to find like the original and not the bastardized U.S. version because it cuts out so much. The first time that I had in, introduced it to Dan, they cut out everything with the spiritualist. So we had nothing from him. Oh, my God. That'd be horrible to watch. I'd have been so confused. It was. It was very I like when I was watching it, I was like, we have no explanation of what's going on now. We have none. Yeah. Yeah, uh, the, he's the one that's the he's the one that anchors it to that is the anchor to Joey that like to the spirit world. You yeah. know, he, he's the one that lets her know what's going on. I can imagine cutting that out. That would have made. And then no they sense. cut the the fall scene, like they cut away from it. Yeah, it's it's just not. It wouldn't have been as effective. And I'm glad that you were able to to you know look and find this version. I'm glad I saw oh, yeah, this version. And even though th this version is still like, uh, from what you've told me, is still a little cut. A little from, cut. Yeah, but you know, I think 
you know, to show two or three or even another fall would have been unnecessary. The brutality of the second fall was enough. enough. Yeah. enough. The, the first fall was enough. The second fall, like, because it's such a long time from the first fall to the second fall because she's slowly dragging her way, you know, and just like pulling herself up those stairs, bleeding out. I was, <laughs> I was like convinced on this, like, you know, maybe Constance was full of shit. Maybe she's not going to make it that far because I think she's going to bleed out or at least pass out before she gets up there. But no. Sheer like, determination got her back up there. Yeah. Yeah. And the power of the Sam's wife, ghost baby. Yeah. Ghost uh, baby. Did you know <laughs> real quick? Um, she, the ghost woman, the ghost wife, got uh, a nomination for supporting actress for that role. But no, I did not. But I did recognize her from something. She was in a show that um, I used to watch that just got canceled about a year ago called uh, Into the Badlands. Ooh, was she? Yeah, she was okay. um, the main character's. Uh, I forgot Daniel Lee. I think mm-hmm. was the actor's name. I forgot the character. It's been God. It's, I should know it. I watched all three seasons. She was his sister. Oh, interesting. Because I looked at her and I saw something in the eyes. Because, like, we've already discussed she had haunting eyes. Yeah. I've seen, I just looked and I'm like, I've seen those eyes before. And I went and looked and, yeah, she was in Into the Badlands on AMC. But she got a nomination for, what, Best Supporting Actress, you said? Yeah. Nice. She should have probably won because she. Haunting. Yeah. I, 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 I haven't I mean, felt... Oh, good. No, 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 it's fine. Even though she wasn't in the film a, a, a lot, per se, she, her her character was just so well done. And when she is on screen, I feel like she just, she commands it. Like, it was so good. Oh, yeah. She dominates the screen every time she's on. You can't take your eyes off her. Right. And I've never... Well, I wouldn't say I've never seen, but I've hardly seen, at least lately, uh, such a sympathetic character that right. is also your antagonist. Yeah. You know, that is very hard to do, and, they, you know, the Pang Brothers did it here, so kudos to them. But, again, this is actually, I think, the first time on this particular show where uh, our ratings have been the, the same. We're not Well, this is only the second show that you and I have right. been together. But this is, the, I think, the first time on, or only the second time on the show where the ratings were exactly the same. So, hey. That's awesome. It's the first for the takeout edition. Well, folks, I think we've yapped in your ears long enough uh, talking about death and uh, dismemberment and reincarnation and suicide and all types of uplifting type things. <laughs> hey. uh, I think the next film we're going to do, we've... Uh, talked about doing uh, Thirst, mm-hmm. uh, which is a, a really interesting uh, vampire uh, film from Korea. Yep. And um, also a, a one that's uh, slated to, to do here really soon once I can get off my ass and get to the post office, if <laughs> there is a post office left by the time I get there. And uh, we'll be doing Delamorte Delamore. I actually just sent you a message for another really gut-wrenching film that we should do. It's a French film. Okay, um, let me look. Let me check and see with it. I just oh, sent you the poster. I own it. We can you do that. Do? Yep, I oh, own it. Oh, God. The first time I watched that one. Oh, I'll tell you about it later. Yeah, that's a good <laughs> movie. I think they just remade that, too. Did they? I no. saw. I saw. I don't know anything about it, but I saw just on my social media feed the other day, somebody posting that basically said, 
oh, fuck you. Why would you remake this film? This film doesn't need to be remade. It, I didn't look it up. I was just like, eh, it's a remake. I'm not in a hurry to see it anyway. So I just kept scrolling. But yeah, we should do that one too. I'll keep that one aside for you and I. Sweet. Right on. Well, once again, you have been listening to Cinema Degeneration's Takeout series. I'm your host, Cameron Scott, and this has been my co-host, Constance. I want to thank you for joining me again. I know we're both under the weather, so I I appreciate you especially taking your time out of your schedule to uh, do my silly little show. Oh, not a problem. All right, folks, we're signing off. Y'all have a good evening, and if you see any ghosts, walk away. Yeah.